Hello, Atlanta, and welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us through the break. You're listening to Your Move Atlanta right here on AM640, Atlanta's home to Fox News Radio. I'm Cleve Gaddis. If you need to reach us, it's easy to reach us. YourMoveAtlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, Atlanta.com. Refinance rates. Does it make sense for you to refinance your home mortgage? Might be great savings. What's going on with employment in the U.S.? And what percentage equity does the average homeowner have in their home throughout the United States of America? This and more during this segment. This segment is brought to you by John Birchfield of Capital City Home Loans. John makes it his mission to guide each home buyer step-by-step through the entire loan process so they are educated and confident in the mortgage options available and can make the best decisions along the way. John can be reached by calling 678-226-7887. One more time, 678 678- 226-7887. John Birchfield, Capital City Home Loans, used to be brand mortgage. So if you're out there and you're thinking, do I need to refinance my mortgage? Uh, how do you make decisions? What, how, what's the best process to use to make decisions on whether or not that makes sense? So first of all, you start with what is today's rate versus the rate you have currently. So if you have a rate that is anywhere in the 4% or higher range on a 30-year fixed. If you have a rate that is anywhere in the 3.75% or higher on a 15-year fixed mortgage, then the answer is you might need to consider refinancing. I did some research yesterday, and I found a 30-year average 30-year fixed rates yesterday at 3.25%. They might be a little more, might be a little less today, but that's low. When you get an interest rate that is almost at 3%, it's almost at the rate of inflation. And if you can borrow money, in my opinion, at the rate of inflation, you really are borrowing it almost free because the the value of what you're purchasing with it should increase at least at the rate of the interest that you pay on the mortgage. I don't know if that makes sense to you, uh, but the reality is, is the closer the interest rate is to the rate of inflation, it's almost like having free money. So if you have a 30-year fixed and you're at 4% or higher, yep, you should look into it. If you have a 15-year fixed and you're at 3.75% or higher, yes, you should look into refinancing. So how would I make decisions if I were looking to refinance my home? How should you make decisions if you're looking to refinance your home? I recommend that you use a payback period decision-making process. How does that work? It works like this. Let's say that you were going to save $200 a month on your payment by refinancing. But let's say it would cost you $4,800 in upfront cost to do that refinance. Now, there are a lot of, a lot of uh, opportunities out there for you to include the closing cost, the refinance closing cost, in with your new loan so you would have no closing cost whatsoever. And if that's the case and you can still save an adequate amount of money, it might make sense. But for most of us, we can get the lowest possible rate when we pay all of the closing costs ourselves up front. So in our example, we have got a a, a purchase, uh, a, excuse me, a refinance where we would save $200 per month. And we have an example where it would cost us $4,800 up front to refinance. So I believe that you need to be able to recoup the cost of the refinance in less than 24 months. So if we had to pay $4,800 up front to refinance the loan and we save $200 every month, we would save $2,400 the first year 
and $2,400 the second year. So that's a total of $4,800. So we would have spent $4,800 to save $4,800 in a two-year period. So now after the 48 after the 24 months after the 2 years is over all of the all of the additional savings is gravy. So if you're thinking about refinancing and you're not sure whether or not you should just see if you can recoup all of the cost in 24 months or less because if you can I will tell you that refinance is a slam dunk. If you have any questions about refinancing your home and you want an outside perspective, in other words, you'd like to talk to somebody that is not trying to loan you money, I'd be happy to help you. I'd be happy to talk to you. Just visit me at yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, atlanta.com. Click on Contact Us. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Your Move Atlanta right on right here on AM640, Atlanta's home to Fox News Radio. We're talking about employment rates and the amount of equity the average American has in their home. So what's interesting, it's not interesting, what's sad is that 16.6 million people have filed for unemployment in the last three weeks. And that sounds terrible. When you think about it, it's easy to get the perspective that your average American is out of work when nothing could be further from the truth. In January of 2020, 95.6% of the people in the United States who wanted a job had a job. So that means only 4.4% of the people who wanted a job didn't have a job. Well, as of the end of last week, April the 10th, still 85.57% of the people in the United States who want a job have a job. Now, I know that it's a big deal when we've had 16.6 million people file for unemployment and have lost their jobs as a result of the coronavirus. That's a big deal, and I'm not making light of that. But what I'm telling you is that in America today, 8.5% or 8.5 of every 10 people you know still have their job. And I think that's such a better way for us to look at the employment situation in the U.S., not that we have 15% unemployment, but that we have 85% full employment. Now, of the people who have lost their jobs, and I feel terrible for anybody who has lost their job, and I'm hoping that what the information I'm going to give you right now helps you understand if you're one of the ones who's lost your job and if you haven't lost your job but you're hoping that someone you know or the people who have lost their jobs get their jobs quickly, a lot of the jobs were in fields that should come back quickly. quickly. So let me give you some statistics. This is from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. 59.5% of the people who file for unemployment of the 16.6 million people who file for unemployment in three weeks work in food services and drinking places. My hope is that all of those can recover very quickly as soon as the economy starts to wake back up. 4.1% were in construction, and I think some of those people might be going back to work already, certainly in the necessary uh, jobs, real estate. I would assume people who are working on construction and real estate have been considered essential. 6.1% were healthcare office workers. Uh, I know you find it hard to believe, but I think these are people in doctor's offices, dentist's offices, places like that. 2.7% were childcare workers. 7.1% were working in temporary health services. 6.6% were in retail trade. 4.1% were in the accommodation industry. And 9.8% were in other industries. So the reality is, or I'm hoping that the reality is, that as soon as the economy bounces back, and my buddy Verl Workman in Salt Lake City says we're going to have a bounce, not a shift, not a change, but a bounce. The ball is going to go down like you threw a tennis ball down on the ground, and it's going to bounce back up 
almost in exactly the same angle as, not almost exactly, the same angle as it hit the ground. And let's hope that that turns out to be the case. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Your Move Atlanta right here on AM640. Atlanta's home to Fox News Radio. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I'm the host of this show. If you need to reach me, the easy way to do it is yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, Atlanta.com. We'd love to talk to you. Let's talk just a little bit about equity that Americans have in their homes. I think a lot of people worry that if we go into a recession that housing is going to suffer just like it did during the Great Recession. There are lots and lots of reasons why we believe that is not the case. And one of them is the amount of equity Americans have in their home. So I want you to just think to yourself, if you're listening, what percentage of the people I know who are homeowners have at least 50% equity in their home or more? And I have an answer for you. This data is from Bloomberg. It's also from ATTOM Adam Data. But 53.8% of all Americans have at least 50% equity in their home. Now, let me say that again for you. 53.8% of Americans have at least 50% equity in their home. So if they have a $300,000 home, 53.8% of Americans have at least $150,000 equity. Now, why does that have any influence on whether or not housing prices suffer as a result of a recession? Because people who have a lot of equity in their home do not want to lose their homes and they will do what they need to to protect it. 26.7% of homes, of mortgaged homes, have at least 50% equity, and 37% of all homes are owned free and clear. Yes, I said that. 37%, you heard that correctly, 37% of all homes in the United States are owned free and clear. They have no mortgage whatsoever. If you're out there listening and you're hoping that you can get into that category sometimes, just think of what you need to do get your house paid off. Unfortunately, we've got to take another break. When we come back, we're going to talk about deck stain that could cause your deck to rot. And we're going to talk about asking for allowance in lieu of repairs. Is it smart or is it not? Stick with us. We'll be back.